Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 198 of the podcast. And in this episode of the podcast, I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers staying with the Green Bay Packers and Russell Wilson getting traded to the Denver Broncos. Let's first talk about Aaron Rodgers. After having one of the craziest seasons in NFL history, where he was both criticized for his stance on the COVID vaccine, how he kind of fibbed about being vaccinated, Rodgers also won MVP, continuing his stellar play. Aaron Rodgers has reportedly agreed to remain with the Green Bay Packers, signing a four-year, $200 million extension, 153 of which is fully guaranteed. Rodgers has since denied that any contract extension has been agreed upon, but he has admitted he's staying with the team. Rodgers and the franchise that drafted him have had a tumultuous relationship these last few years. He was upset how they drafted quarterback Jordan Love in the first round. He's also been critical of how the team has let go some of his favorite targets, Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb, who went back to the Packers this past season, most likely because Aaron Rodgers demanded it. Then you have the beginning of last offseason where Rodgers negotiated his two years left on his current deal down to one year and that the Packers could not franchise him. That is something that is becoming more and more common. During Brady's final years with the Patriots, he negotiated the exact same thing. These quarterbacks do not want to be franchised by their organizations anymore. This was never a sure thing for Aaron Rodgers to want to remain a Green Bay Packer, even though he and the team have won 13 games each of the last three seasons, something that's never been done in the NFL. Ultimately, in my eyes, this played out well for both sides. They need each other. It was obvious to anyone who has paid attention that Jordan Love is not yet ready to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. And it's evident in their decision making that the Packers agree. Rodgers, who went three straight seasons from 2017 to 2019 without throwing 30 touchdown passes, these past two seasons, Rodgers threw 48 touchdown passes in 2020 and 38 touchdown passes in 2021, winning NFL MVP. These past two years, Rodgers has had a completion percentage over 65. His completion percentage was 70.7 in 2020 and 68.9 in 2021. Before that, the last time Rodgers had a completion percentage over 65% was in 2016. I give you these numbers to say this. Maybe the Packers made the right decision drafting Jordan Love because it might have motivated Aaron Rodgers to get back to playing like an NFL MVP level quarterback. I mean, numbers don't lie. He has been fantastic since Jordan Love has been added to the roster. The same thing happened with Tom Brady when they added Jimmy Garoppolo. Brady won two Super Bowls with the threat of someone replacing him in the 10 years prior when there was no threat. He wasn't winning Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers went three seasons without throwing 30 touchdown passes. Then they get Jordan Love and he plays like an MVP level quarterback back again? That's no coincidence and I'll give you this. The Packers did not draft Jordan Love to motivate Aaron Rodgers. They drafted him to be the heir apparent and he's probably not that anymore but he has done something to uplift the Packers. He has motivated Aaron Rodgers to play like the Aaron Rodgers of old. Here's yet another reason Rodgers and the Packers should stay together. Just look at Rodgers' domination over the NFC North over the years. In his 
his career against the division, Rodgers has thrown a gaudy 169 touchdowns and has only 25 interceptions with a career record of 51-19-1. It's similar to how Tom Brady dominated the AFC East. Compare that to Rodgers' predecessor, Brett Favre, in his career versus the NFC North through 79 touchdowns and 53 interceptions with a career record of 30-17. and 17. Rodgers has, in that category, a clear upper hand. And that's something I think all great quarterbacks have to do. They have to dominate their division. So if Aaron Rodgers went to another team, we just don't know if he'd be able to dominate his division in the exact same way. I think a lot of people look at Brady and what he did with the Buccaneers and they look at Aaron Rodgers and they say, you should do something like that. Go to a team, get a bunch of stars to join you. I just don't think that's the model moving forward. Tom Brady is not the norm. He has won seven Super Bowls. As good as Aaron Rodgers is and as great as he is as a quarterback, he has still only won one Super Bowl. So it is not a guarantee that wherever he goes turns into a title contending team. I think Aaron Rodgers is someone who needs to be on the Green Bay Packers because the Green Bay Packers gives him the best chance to win. Now, could Aaron Rodgers turn any team that's not in the postseason into a playoff team? Yes, I believe that. But can he win a Super Bowl with anyone? No, I don't believe that. Tom Brady had the ability to win a Super Bowl with anyone. He won the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one of the loneliest franchises in NFL history. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has that same it factor as great as he is. And I think that plays a huge factor in why he's staying. There is no clear team for Aaron Rodgers to go to and be an instant title contending team. Yes, the San Francisco 49ers on paper are an Aaron Rodgers away from winning a Super Bowl, but they just drafted Trey Lance and they still don't know what they're doing with Jimmy Garoppolo, so they were never really going to go after a guy like Aaron Rodgers. And everyone was talking about the Denver Broncos as a possibility. I think the whole Broncos thing is a bit overrated. Yes, they ended up with Russell Wilson. They're going to be a lot better, but I don't think that team is now a Super Bowl contending team. The best option for Aaron Rodgers was to remain a member of the Green Bay Packers. It's interesting if you go back and you look at how the Packers dealt with Brett Favre and how they've dealt with Aaron Rodgers. Favre retired, then came back, and the Packers didn't give him what he wanted because they had a successor in Rodgers. Fast forward to now, the Packers, who have dealt with some headaches because of Rodgers, mostly all this year, and most of them have nothing to do with football, and what they did, they gave Aaron Rodgers everything he wanted because this time around, they do not have a clear succession plan. Jordan Love is not going to be the guy to replace Aaron Rodgers. That is now more evident than ever before. You could say in years past, well, maybe Jordan Love is killing it in practice, and the Packers do believe in him. This move and this rumored contract is evidence enough that Jordan Love is not the successor to Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, and because of that, the Packers have nowhere else to go. Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He is a top three quarterback, probably the number one quarterback in the NFL. But if the Packers had a clear succession plan, I don't think they'd be giving Aaron Rodgers everything and more. They gave Rodgers all the power and control of the situation because they didn't have a backup plan. And that's my biggest issue with the quarterback position. It's not that you just can't replace Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. You can't replace anyone anymore. I mean, think about this. The San Francisco 49ers drafted 
drafted Trey Lance number two overall, yet they still won't give up on Jimmy Garoppolo because he's a known commodity. The good quarterbacks in this league are few and far between, so when you get one, you have to keep him, even if you don't really like him all that much. Yes, the Packers love Aaron Rodgers. He's arguably the best quarterback in franchise history, but he has done enough things to that organization to where if they had a clear succession plan, they might move on from Aaron Rodgers. And yes, it's really good that they have Aaron Rodgers back and they franchise Devontae Adams. They're going to bring the band back together. The problem with that is the band has gone nowhere. The Packers are that team that wins 13 games and I'll have no faith they're going to win the Super Bowl until they win the Super Bowl. I really do hope that the team does more this offseason than just bring back Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, yet I have no faith they will do that because this team has a history of not spending in the offseason. One of the issues Rodgers has had with the team. Now, Aaron Rodgers gets what he wants, but are Packer fans going to get what they want? Another Super Bowl title? I have serious doubts. On the opposite end of the spectrum is Russell Wilson, who is leaving his longtime team, the Seattle Seahawks, for the Denver Broncos in a massive trade. When Wilson came to the Seahawks, they did not have a lot going for them, and he turned them into a viable NFL franchise. He took them to two trips to the Super Bowl in his first three seasons, winning one against Peyton Manning, and his team destroyed the Broncos in a blowout victory. Seattle won 43-8. So why, after 10 seasons with the team, did Wilson want out? There's a couple things at play here. The team did not properly build around Wilson these past few years. The only elite offensive weapons he's had around him is DK Metcalf, one of my favorite receivers in the league, and Tyler Lockett, who I think is a very good receiver but isn't great, and they never properly replaced Marshawn Lynch, and even more so on the offensive side. Think about the players that are no longer on the Seahawks. Wilson has had to watch Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, and Earl Thomas all leave the team for one reason or another, and none of them have been replaced in any meaningful way. The other reason I and most others think Russell Wilson wanted out of Seattle is because he wanted to play in a bigger football market. Russell Wilson has become one of the stars in the NFL, and he is in Seattle, not one of the better football markets. Seattle is great. We all know about the 12th man. They have a great fan base, but when we talk about the all-time football teams, nobody mentions the Seattle Seahawks. And while Denver is no LA or New York, it's a place that's won Super Bowls with both John Elway and Payne Manning, and this is a team that since Payne Manning has left, has been desperate for a quarterback. They've had, as their starters, Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Brock Osweiler, Case Keenum, Joe Flacco, Drew Locke, and Teddy Bridgewater. This is not a minor improvement at quarterback. This is going from having nothing to having one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and all of a sudden, the AFC West has become a very interesting division. All four teams have the possibility of being in the postseason. The Chiefs have Mahomes, so they will be the favorites to win the division. The Chargers have Herbert, who many think is the next best quarterback in the league. The Raiders have Derek Carr and a new head coach and Josh McDaniels, and now the Broncos have a guy who is a perennial MVP candidate, who was hurt last season and still managed to have a year where he threw 25 touchdowns and only 6 interceptions. Seahawk fans should 
should be upset about Wilson leaving, but he is arguably the greatest player in franchise history. His final numbers with the team, 292 touchdowns, 87 interceptions. He made the postseason 8 out of the 10 seasons he was with the team. He was 9-time Pro Bowler and most importantly, won the lone Super Bowl title in franchise history. It does have to be said that I did not love the way Wilson left the team. Like last offseason when he and his agent gave out a list of teams that he wanted to be traded to, I think that's in poor taste. But overall, I'm fine with Russell Wilson wanting to leave the Seattle Seahawks. They were not doing everything and anything they could to keep him there. If they were a perennial winner, then I'd question why he's leaving the team. I just don't think there's a lot there. Yes, they have DK Metcalf, one of the best receivers in all of football, but that's not enough to win games. The Legion of Boom is no longer there. The running back is no longer there. Yes, Russell Wilson is a franchise quarterback, but all quarterbacks need good teams around them, and I don't think the Seattle Seahawks without Russell Wilson is a very good team. And I do think this era of Seahawk football had to have ended at some point. I mean, you had the Pete Carroll era. It was great. You won a Super Bowl. Now it's time to move on. Pete Carroll probably doesn't have that many more years of coaching the Seahawks anyway. It's great that Russell Wilson was the last man standing. I was a really big fan of this football team. Russell Wilson was one of my favorite quarterbacks. Marshawn Lynch was one of my favorite running backs. I was a big fan of Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, and Cam Chancellor. They're probably the best defensive group I've ever seen play football. But in the past few years, with all those great players gone, the only reason I have been paying attention to the Seattle Seahawks at all is because they had Russell Wilson. I'm glad he's going to a better situation. It was really interesting to see both of these quarterbacks' futures get resolved on the same day because I think that Rodgers and Wilson were about to be the centerpiece of the NFL offseason and then it was like, zoom, Rodgers is staying with the Packers and Wilson is going to the Broncos. Now all eyes are on Deshaun Watson. I have no idea how that situation is going to play out. He's going to get suspended. Also on this same day, Carson Wentz was traded to Washington after only one season with the Colts. I'll just say this, I have no idea if the Colts contacted the Seahawks about Russell Wilson, but they should have been in the mix because that would have been the ideal spot for Russell Wilson is with the Colts. They have Frank Reich, he's a really good offensive coach, and Jonathan Taylor who's coming off a phenomenal MVP type season, but alas, he ends up with Denver and maybe that's what Russell Wilson wanted all along. Maybe he wanted to be a Denver Bronco. I thought that the New York Jets would be in play. Yes, I know Zach Wilson only had one season, but if I were them, I would have done anything and everything to get Russell Wilson on my football team. I think the guy is a winner. I think the Denver Broncos are going to win 10 plus games next season because they have Russell Wilson. If he's healthy, I think the Broncos are going to make the postseason. He's played for so long that I feel like people forget this. Russell Wilson is only 33 years old, and if he retired tomorrow, he would be an NFL Hall of Famer. I think he's underrated stats-wise. I think people look at him and they thought he was a game manager because he went to those Super Bowls with a great defense and a great running game, and that's true, but what Russell Wilson did with that team is he came up clutch when they needed him to. I find it really interesting when we call someone a game manager only because they have a great defense around them. And I look at Pat Mahomes, and I think Pat Mahomes is amazing, but he is
is in part putting up these numbers because he's playing with Tyreek Hill and he's playing with Travis Kelsey, two of their best at their position. Would Pat Mahomes be putting up these gaudy numbers on lesser teams? I don't think the answer to that question is yes. When Russell Wilson won the Seattle Seahawks job over Matt Flynn, who by the way, the Seahawks had just given a big contract to, I don't think anyone thought the Seattle Seahawks were going to win the Super Bowl. And I think a large part of as to why they won that Super Bowl is because of Russell Wilson. You don't have to look at the stats. You can look at the eye test. That guy just has that winning factor. He has that Derek Jeter type thing where you're like, I don't know what's going on there. I just know this guy is going to win this football game. And I'll be the one to stand out on a limb right now. I think before their careers are over, Russell Wilson has a far greater chance of winning another Super Bowl than Aaron Rodgers. I just think of Russell Wilson as more of a winner. Aaron Rodgers will put up the stats. He'll be thought of as the better quarterback. He is the better quarterback. I just think Russell Wilson is a winner. I think by the end, Russell Wilson is going to win a Super Bowl, and it's probably going to be with the Denver Broncos. Like, if I had to pick someone who's going to end up with multiple Super Bowl wins, I'm choosing Wilson over Rodgers. I think there is a really good chance that Aaron Rodgers ends his career with that lone Super Bowl, and I think a lot of that has to do with the decision-making of the Green Bay Packers. They have not done the best to build around Aaron Rodgers. Yes, they will perennially win 13-plus games, but then they will fall short in the postseason. I don't think that's going to happen with Russell Wilson if he can get to the postseason and if the Denver Broncos build around him properly, which I think they will do. I hope the Broncos have a very big offseason and build around Russell Wilson, and I'd love to see Russell Wilson back in the postseason because I do think if you get him there, he has a great chance of winning a Super Bowl. He's a winner. The day Rodgers agreed to stay with the Packers and Wilson was traded to the Broncos was a really interesting day because you saw two quarterbacks make the opposite decision. Rodgers agreed to stay with the team that drafted him and Wilson agreed to be traded away from the team that drafted him. And as the more and more time goes by, I have to say this, the less I care about great players ending their careers with their original team. Yes, it's cool that Rodgers is likely going to end his career as a Packer and it's a little sad that Wilson will no longer be a Seahawk and no longer wants to be a Seattle Seahawk. But either way, when we talk about the careers of these two players, you're going to remember them with the teams that drafted them anyway. Rodgers with the Packers and Wilson with the Seahawks. It does not matter what happens with Russell Wilson from here on in. We are going to remember him as a member of the Seattle Seahawks. And I think that's all that matters. It doesn't matter if he wins two Super Bowls with the Denver Broncos. His best days are going to be the days he was on the Seattle Seahawks. I also think at the end of the day, these two players got what they wanted, and I think they earned to get what they wanted. I think this is the way sports are going. The great players are getting what they want. There is a real power movement when it comes to player control. They can control their destiny, and I think Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers have earned that right. They've been all-time great quarterbacks. They've won Super Bowls. They've done everything for their teams and more, and they've been given a right to make a choice, and Aaron Rodgers made the choice to remain a Packer, and Russell Wilson made a choice to leave the Seattle Seahawks, and I think both of those choices are really valid, and most importantly, these players earned that choice. They are both future Hall of Famers and two of the best quarterbacks 
quarterbacks of their era. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday, so please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs>